Hey, welcome to November, a movie theater time machine. How are y'all doing today? My name's Nick. I'm Kaz. I'm Dan. I'm Joss. Hey, this month we're going to cover some baseball stuff, but I want to actually just bend your ear a little bit here. Um, this week has been a very long year at the time of recording Oof. this, if you're in America. Yes. Um, and, you know, we just, <laughs> we just released a, um, we just released something on, uh, you could see on our feed called Storytime. And I won't go totally into that, but I honestly want to say some, something to that degree. It's almost four years to the day that we originally thought of the idea of Movie Theater Time Machine and started to pitch it to our original company, 4041 Media. Uh, uh, original is 59. No, original is 59. To our original 59 Media. Sorry, I lost 18. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, to our original 59 Media company. And um, we really, like, have gone through, and I started this particularly because of Sad Pumpkin's Reign of Terror. And originally thinking like we're gonna ri we're gonna put some good out into the world and do all we can, and we've received a ton of messages over time through email, through social media, through things saying, "Hey, you guys just seem like four people who just make me laugh." Thank you. That's, yes, I mean that's the plan. Ah, thank you. We've reopened our Patreon, so Patreon.com/mttm. and um, you know might bring back some things as well that we've had that code for, but. When I've said, if you can spare a few dollars, we have all our TV Time Machine episodes on there. And I will say, personally, just for me, um, if we can get at least, let's say, $300, I will personally review the movie Rudy. Oh, dear. And I will do this one on my own for this, for the sake of <laughs> wonderful Kaz, for not to mm -hmm. inflict you on another sports movie. Uh. You've already been inflicted <laughs> on that. Uh, but... But this month we are looking at some things with baseball and looking through it to basically buffer out a lot of crap that's been going on and uh, go through some funny things and find something different. We also will have a crossover of 4041 Media coming very soon. Which is very cool. Yes. yes. Very, very cool. Which is coming up. So today... Let's talk about Major League. Let's let's do it. Let's uh, do it. Sports ball. <laughs> you can definitely tell the two people who already are like this movie, uh, and the two other people are like, "This is a funny ass movie." Yeah. Okay. No. Okay. It, it, it wasn't it's... a bad movie. I'm just I'm not a sports guy, so just the the general concept of it is just like, oh god, baseball. Yeah. yeah, it's like the it's like uh, Chris Eccleston from um, from Going to Sixty Seconds. Yes, yeah. I try to learn your culture. I try to understand your obsessions, but this baseball, it's so bleeding boring, <laughs> isn't it? Okay, yeah. I will not argue that baseball is not boring because it is. It takes a long time. It could be so much faster. Yeah, that's like but, the games in this movie went real fast, and I was okay with it. <laughs> Baseball is basically the only sport anybody in my house ever cared about. Yeah, so me it's, too. It's the one yeah. thing that's like, oh, it's a baseball movie. I've seen it. If yeah. you, if you give me a baseball movie, I have seen it. Um, I've actually seen a lot of sports movies, to be honest with you. Me but, too. Um, me too. The Replacements is one of my favorite. That's football. It's yeah. really funny. You should see yeah. it. Yeah. Even Dan's seen that one. 
And the replacements is less is less about football than this one is about baseball. True There's enough. much more focus on the sport in Major League than there is in the replacements. Yeah, you have to have a basic knowledge of baseball in order to get some of the stuff. But because yeah, a lot of the color commentary when they're talking about it's like he's 0 six and fourth and a third and an eighteenth. Yeah, and what the hell is that I'm crap? just like, uh, what? Yeah, <laughs> if if you and I had actually watched this together this week, it would have been a lot easier for me to explain some yeah. stuff. They're just like those were numbers. All right. <laughs> so yeah, I, I, there are three outs in each inning. Okay, I know <laughs> that much. <laughs> I understand that. There much. are three strikes for every batter. And, and somehow a guy has four balls and he walks away. <laughs> so, I, mean, I, can't, I can't imagine it would be easy to walk, but yeah, it's the truth. <laughs> so, I mean, this movie is basically the producers of baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With a little slight shift in hey, focus to it. Hmm. The, the, the producers I, is better. Yeah, I made it after you as well. I've been trying to figure out a spring training for Hitler joke, but it just it's, it has not landed. I was going to say, there's no springtime for Hitler in this. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, well, it's, so it's, it's, it's the worst for it. It's a little bit different focus with that because really the owner is the is the producer of yeah, it, right. and like she's trying to change those things. This it becomes well, an underdog story. She's trying, she's trying to get rid of the team. Yeah. Like she's and, trying to sell it off. Well, she wants to get rid of it in order to keep the money because really there's nothing else to do. Right. But it's just for me she personally. She wants them to get like, to Miami. Yeah. Yeah, she yeah. wants it to sell to Miami. I'm going yeah. to Miami. Which it's the. Yeah. Okay, first off. Yeah. It's the Cleveland Indians. Right. You're not going to sell it to another fucking state. They're so That's shitty. not how well, it works. There's, there's been some sports teams who have done that. I know. Yeah. Why I did know. they want to be the subject of this movie if it's all about how shitty they are? It was probably because it was bringing in people and yeah. trying to create more... And- that, Interesting. And that really was it, actually, yeah. because you have the 1994 baseball strike. Yep. And this was before, you know, you have like, oh, you swung a bat. Here's your million dollars for the day. Mm, yes. Yep. You know, you have more, you have much less of that and you have clubs and things and people are like, unless you're. Really, unless you were the New York Yankees, I mean, you weren't really making a it's, ton of money honestly, at all. Honestly, it's like, true. Um, we're, we're from we're from Massachusetts. Like yeah. the whole Red Sox never winning a thing for a while. We it, fucking like, know what that's 80, like. Eighty goddamn years. Eighty six years. Yep. Eighty six yeah. years, and like the Cubs are the same same deal. Yeah. They've won though too. Good. Yeah, good but it was a Cubs. long time. Yeah. It took a long time, but good on the Cubs. They did it too. Um, and the Red Sox after two thousand and four have won two. Three, four, four times after that? Two, three, three, four times? Okay, you're the four nerdiest people that I know around here <laughs> questioning sports. They won in 2004, they 2007, won in 2007, 2013, yep. I know that. And, and 2017. 17, so four times, yeah. see? So, the four nerdiest people are questioning sports, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, if we're going nerdy, I have to admit, while I was watching this movie on my second monitor, I was doing my daily quests in Star Trek Online, <laughs> so, yeah, nerdy. And Do you know who Pedro Martinez is? I am vaguely aware that he exists. A baseball person? Yes. Yeah. He, he's a sports ball man? He is. Yes. yes, okay. Yeah. He is a sports ball man. Uh, they, they duct taped him to a pole. That was really fucking funny, That was actually, actually really funny, that was yeah. That hysterical. But I think that's for me, the- personally, like, this movie itself, I think it was missing a few things. Because, like, where we watched it on IMDb TV, and it just seemed like it went too quick, and I remembered different things. Are you remembering Maybe it was this the one and the sequel? Because yeah. the sequel has 
Yeah. Okay, first off, the sequel is awful. Yeah. Okay, I just, you cannot replace, mm. and I, I, yeah. I have no problems with this actor, but you cannot replace Wesley Snipes with Omar Epps and expect everybody to be right. like, that's fine. Right, no, right, right. No, no I, no. I can, well, Omar Epps, wasn't that the 7-Up guy? Uh, uh you're, that's, um... Oh, Omar Epps, no, the, the dude from uh, oh, the dude from House. Yeah. Yes, oh, is there yes, Orlando yes. Jones? Orlando was Jones yeah. was the seven up. Yeah, the guy. dude from House. Okay, yes. so yeah, that's that's way different. But we do have the Allstate guy in this movie. Yes, we do. <laughs> yes, yeah, so it's that guy. <laughs> I was cracking the other jokes with it. It's like you know, <laughs> you will not go ahead and take. Uh, it's very wrong to take Jabu's rope. Yeah, no, fuck you, That's Jabu. Rope. Yeah. Do it myself. The second yeah. one too is is I just want to point out that it's so bad because yeah. he becomes a Buddhist. Yeah. And then they add in um, a Japanese player, which honestly kind of makes sense because Japanese players have come to America to play American baseball. Yeah. Baseball's um, a huge thing in Japan. It is. Yeah. It's a massive thing yeah. in Japan. So that's not a surprise. And some of the stuff in the second one was good, but the most of it is just complete shit. Yeah. And they focus too much of the movie on Charlie Sheen's character in the second movie when they should have been focusing on all of them like they do in this one. Yeah. I, I don't remember a lot of it. I remember I watched it at some point, probably in a fever dream when I was sick at home. I just remember... When the, this played... And endless time, amounts on uh, on Comedy Central for a while. The only thing I really truly remember about it that was very that sticks in my head is the fact that Jesse Ventura is in the very beginning of the movie because he does a movie with uh, Willie Mays Hayes called um, like Black Thunder and White Lightning or something like that, and it's there. It's is like that an the action. Movie. That it's in the second one because I didn't see that. No, no, mix. that's in the second yeah. one, and that's the. It's. It's stupid. like yeah, I know my my attention was split, but I I, I like I would have <laughs> I think I would have seen that. <laughs> yeah, no, no, that this is because the, in the next movie, they've won. So. So they're popular. Yes. People like them, and they're selling ex- American Express. Don't go home without it. Yeah, yep. that that. That was kind of interesting and fun with it, but this, like... You don't know who we are, and that's okay. (laughs) Yeah, I always root for the underdogs by nature. Oh, yeah. In general, because I've always seen myself as an underdog-type person, and, like, Mm -hmm. I... I, You know, I will root for the Paw Sox over the Red Sox, or soon to be the Woo Sox, and... The Woo Sox. They're moving to Worcester. My lord. Uh, from Pawtucket, yeah. How, how did I not... Okay. Yeah, are, they get, so, are they getting rid of the I'm stadium? sorry. I've been in the yeah. hospital, hmm. so yeah. apparently I've missed a lot of shit. Yeah, it's been going on for going on for a little while, but it's still, like, I root for that. And, like, when I used to watch wrestling in the 90s, like, as soon as any wrestler got the championship, I was like, okay, I'm kind of done with that guy. Right. I'm moving on to somebody else. Let's like, for someone else. Okay, now. you got it. And then, you know, unless they were really damn funny, like The Rock I, or Shawn Michaels, <laughs> like I wouldn't really give a damn anymore. I'm sorry. The uh, Rock and Sock connection was one of the funniest fucking things yeah. I've ever seen yeah. on wrestling TV. I want to really be that. friends with you, Rock. What the fuck do you want? Like, <laughs> and they won the freaking uh, tag team they, championships. It was hysterical. Yeah. It's just... <laughs> Yeah, and I think uh, yeah. Mick Foley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I mean, for this itself, I mean, this movie has some highlight high points to it. It does. I I just like 
I'm thinking of other ones like that. No. I feel like the plot with the trying to get his ex-wife or whatever back was kind of seemed tacked in there. Yes. I think this is and because was... they were trying to give, trying to show that these players were actual people. Yeah. yeah. But, um, it was kind of stalkery and gross. Let's oh, be yeah. honest here. Yeah. Yeah. Just follow that. her home. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Don't yeah. do that. Okay, I'm not going to And he cheated on her to begin yeah. with, so... He cheated yeah. on her constantly. Yeah, so... Yeah. I wanted... Why does anyone... Why would any yeah. the audience want them back together? Yeah. Come on. I wa- yeah, that was the one thing that blew my because mind. Because like, they had to throw in a romance plot to get some women in. Yeah. <sighs> this, that well, legit... But they yeah, had yeah. so many other characters they could have done that with, because yeah. Jake was a decent enough character, but let him be the jackass who fucked up his, own, who fucked up his relationship. No, they yeah. gave that to Roger Dorn. You can't have two of them. Right. They gave you that cannot to Ro- have two okay. that you want to, to not root for. And, you but, have to have the one asshole that you don't but root that, for. See, that's and not that what I'm was saying. Dorn. That's not yeah. what I'm saying. He can, you know, um, I can't remember his last name. Jake. Jake. Jake something. Whatever his name <laughs> was. Say from. Yeah, Jake. <laughs> Jake can be that character who screwed up his relationship yeah. and still be a likable person who's trying to put his life back together and not get his ex-wife back. Right. That's something that can happen. That's fair. Roger Dorn could still be a dickhole, and you know he'll, he'll probably remain that way. He does. Um, well, okay, let's put it this way, though. The whole point of this story is that it's an underdog tale, right? right. You're, yeah. you're wanting the underdog to win. Jake is the underdog. He is the quintessential underdog in this entire movie. He had a career that went to the shitter. He started drinking and smoking and, and basically fucked up fucking knees. up his entire life. Yeah. Started playing in Mexico because he didn't have any other place that he could go to. Right. This is his redemption arc and this entire movie is the Indians team redemption, redemption arc. I, so if you're going parallel yeah. with that, if the Indians are going to win, Jake is going to win. Yeah, and I... I, but I, I agree with you, Dan. I think if you took the whole and Kaz as well, like if you take the whole the, this side of the story out, oh, it's it could have been a lot stronger. And I mean, yeah. it's just oh, like, yeah. and she's an idiot too oh, because it's like, it's like, oh, you're, you, just, you're gonna yeah. cheat on me. I know yeah. you will, but yeah. I love him. Yeah, okay, you're, you're gonna cheat. You're gonna cheat. You've done all this. I'm getting married in a few months. Let's fuck. I, I want like, to huh? I'm getting married yeah. to apparently a gojillionaire. Yeah. Right? Because you saw that guy's Who's apartment. Who's a decent person. Like, we he only see him right. in two scenes. He, like, he, even he only let, talks like, in one, yeah. He even let him come in, though, and, like, gave him yeah. a drink and introduced yeah. him to his friends. Yeah. He wasn't really being a douchebag, yeah. but he was kind of going, dude, this is my stuff, yeah. and you're walking into my world. Yeah. But you have to look at this movie for the way it is, too. Yeah. Not a single woman in this movie ends up looking good. You mean all two of them? Three. Because there's Roger Dorn's wife. Right. Yeah, 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 you're right. Every woman in this movie comes off completely terrible. Yeah. They They all are horrible. I mean, these are two... I mean, I got a fantasy casting, too, that would change this entire thing around, but... You know, the cast already knows it, but it's still... I don't remember. It's one of the greater ones. um, But it's still, for this, I I saw a lot of it when I was... And I'm comparing this, in my mind, to, like, Angels in the Outfield or... Which is really cornball and Rookie of the Year, which is a far funnier movie. Those are real... But those are, again, those are kid movies. You're not going to get... 
yeah. someone wanting to slaughter a live chicken <laughs> in the. Well, yeah, I mean, you get one guy wanting to slaughter a live chicken versus a versus a kid who's on you know at third base saying pitcher's got a big butt, right? Which is something I said continuously. <laughs> And probably four or five gym teachers all the way through high school who still hate me for saying that. But <laughs> who just like uh, Nick, stop that. Yeah. But but but, <laughs> but, but exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, but but and it's still like it did to me. I don't know. Like it, to me, it's like it's it's good, but it's still there are things down the pipe that I want to explore and. Um, Specific, yeah. It's very pl- problematic yeah. too. I'm yeah. Not, I'm not. Yeah. I, Dan and I were talking about this beforehand. Though I'm not going to get into the actual name of the baseball team because the name of the baseball team is inherently racist. It's it, yeah, yeah. It's, it's problematic. It's, it, <laughs> right. Yeah. And this is a this is a fight that my father and I used to have growing up because mm. my dad really didn't seem <clears> to <throat> think it <throat> was an issue. Right. And I would constantly bring up the fact that this is so bad. Yeah. I've actually had that same argument with an uncle of mine. Yep. Like this is, it's he would, but they they don't want to see it. They don't want to see that this yeah. is a bad thing because it's been there the whole time. Right. Right. But like when you talk about time, it's old timey racism. Yeah. Right. Like, so yeah, it but should it's be fine. Racism. It's still yeah. not good, guys. Yeah. Right. Right. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. So I mean, let's get into this and kind of get through the points and kind of go through the real general highlights of this. Um, because there's quite a bit to it, but there also is an alternate ending. Yeah. Uh, that is kind of interesting. Yep. News to me. Yep. Yeah. It's, um, all right. So generally how it works where you got Rachel Phelps, who's played by Margaret Witten, who inherits the Cleveland Indians. Her husband dies. She hates Cleveland, wants to relocate to Miami and wants to sabotage the hell out of the team and make them finish dead last. If their attendance is under 800000 for the entire season, it means that they could sever the contract mm-hmm. and move out of the way. So she gets the dumbest people, supposedly that she says that can't really do anything, has been a convict, and, uh, and a manager who was originally from a tire yard. Right. Like she, who, she basically <laughs> fires the entire team that she had, save for one player who was still under contract. Right. Mm-hmm. And brings in all of these these people. Yeah. <laughs> now, I want to know how she actually researched this. <laughs> like, who did she call yeah. to say, hey, I need you to give me a list of the worst people you can think of that yeah. I can put into a major league team that nobody will question? How yeah. did Wild Dink get out of jail? I forgot his that's name. That's a good question. That's, yeah. Okay, that's that's something that Vaughn. they can pull ah. strings. You know, yeah. if they want, if a major league baseball team wants you, and you're in for a, a conviction that isn't a, a hugely bad one, he's like not in for murder, a non-violent, yeah. right, a non-violent <clears throat> one. He was in for stealing cars, mm-hmm. so yeah. there wasn't violence involved. So they probably got a judge to cut it down to community service and had it transferred to Cleveland. And you also have a very persuasive person who, uh, my favorite character out of all this, Charlie Donovan. Charlie! Played by Charles Cipher, who's the general manager who just doesn't give a fuck. He kind of does, though. He does care. He just doesn't like what she's doing. Whenever she does something, he's like, whatever. Yeah, but it's I can relate to that where it's like the big brass is wanting you to do something, but you know how to get things done. Right. So you do it anyway, and then you dress it up in reports later before you send it up. Right. And you can see him, like, every time they 
screw up. You can see him cringe. Yeah. And then he's just like, but this is what the boss wants. And yeah. it's but like, that's and not the cringe, what he wants. And the cringe is hurting him more and more every yeah. time it happens. And yeah. eventually he's just like, well, you know what? Screw her. But yeah. that's later on. Yeah, and... You know, one of the things later on, one of the funniest scenes is when he pisses on the guy's contract. Mm -hmm. Yes. <laughs> We're at spring training in Tucson, Arizona. The team's shortcomings become self-evident, and really, it really starts going downhill quick. Yep. You have third base, you know, lone star third baseman Roger Dorn, Fucking played Dorn. by Corbin Burnson. Who is great in psych. I'm just going to put that out. Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit, right. Yeah. Okay. Is he? Yeah. He's yeah. the dad you in sight. Out in the end. Yeah. He just has no hair anymore. <laughs> but yeah, um, you've got Roger Dorn. You've got... Um, who, who rolls up in a fucking Bentley. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a douchebag. Yep. Dorn is the tip, the perfect douche. And I love what the coach does to him. Yeah. I fucking love it. Every time you miss a, uh, a ball, yeah. you're, you owe me 40 sit-ups. Right. And he's and looking at like, what the fuck? But, but yeah. my contract says I don't have to do any calisthenics that I don't deem necessary. When he and pisses on the, he the contract. Pisses on the contract. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. But you've got him, you've got Jake, who we've already discussed. He's the catcher. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's a former... Uh, All-star. Now, for having screwed up knees, being a catcher is going to be a rough that's position. But that's yeah. part of the whole thing with him, too, yeah. is that his knees are fucked. Yeah. He's not going to be able to do anything past this year. Yeah. 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 My knees are not great now, and yeah. I can't... Like, I haven't completely yeah. ruined them. Yeah, oh, it's... God. Oh, just crouching like that. It's, oh. As much as I really hate to quote him, there's a, there's a comedian, Gallagher, yep. who yep. does... Um, <clears throat> who's a god-awful person, but he does a... Uh, he does a, he had a really funny observation bit about he's like, why don't they dig a hole for catchers? For real. He's like, if they do that, they squat, they got a near 100 mile an hour fastball coming to them, and they're standing okay. with their crotch open. Right. Yeah. Like, I mean, just like, dig a hole and have them st stand in the hole, catch, yeah. move on. I think the reason they do that, though, is because if they put a hole there yeah. and someone's running to home base, they could hurt themselves. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's all I'm, uh, I'm going to say. If you put pit traps randomly on a baseball diamond, I'd watch it. That would make the game it. very different. Oh, God, it'd be the episode of few... What's the... American the, Dad? American Dad, yeah. Where he came up with the... It basically combined... baseball? Yeah, it combined baseball with D&D. &D. Oh, I yeah. mean, I'm in. That's interesting. Yeah, it was like... That's like playing Mutant League hockey. Yeah. It's just like, there's, there's like landmines on, yeah. on, on the ice. You know, it's like, like that. If you run to first base, you're fine, but if you want to steal second, you got to go ahead and fight the aggro, fight the aggro crag monsters. <laughs> oh, like, well, we, did that, that, yeah. we did that with Mall Madness, uh, right? Yeah, we did that with Mall Madness. If you want to go to the, yeah. you go to the ATM, you got to fight the Cobalt. Yes. Oh, I got freaking great episode, because damn it's funny yeah if you steal home the fireworks start to make sure you slay the dragon first so like it, it was <laughs> it just got it way out of hand at the end the stadium blows up and they're like oh this really sucks you want to go home yeah like, <laughs> that's how most american dad yeah episodes end though. good morning usa oh, i yeah. watched too much of that this week yeah <laughs> i love that uh, american dad the jokes that didn't pass muster for family guy yeah yeah. Let that sink in for a second. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you got Roger Dorn who does this, the prima donna that fades. So you get staff ace Eddie Harris to rely on illegal uh, doctoring, who's an old man who just puts everything everywhere. You got Pedro Saran, played by the uh, played by the Allstate guy. Played by guy. the Allstate guy. Yeah. Are you in good hands? Yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> they're a voodoo practicing Cuban with significant power and can't hit curveballs. Uh, it clashes devoutly with Christian Harris. Now, yep. that's another one part that could have, like, and maybe it's just my 2020 brain focusing on this, mm -hmm. but, like, you gotta have the, well, there's the heathen. He doesn't believe anything. I'm like, would you just say that you're old and he just doesn't understand it? Like, that's... Jake kind of points it out, yeah. though. He was like, we don't need a, um, we don't a religion need a, war yeah, We don't here. need yeah. a holy war here. Can you calm it down? Yeah, yeah but it's... like, God damn really... it, Harrison. You could tell that almost every other guy there, yeah. whether they be a Christian or not, look at looks at this guy and go, dude, might you're be... old. Get over it. And they, yeah. might, they might be looking at Pedro and what he's doing. It's just like, they might be weirded out, but it's like, I mean, that's he's, his thing. Let him do it. Let him do him. I mean, yeah. he's not bothering anybody. Right. Looks at maybe a chicken if he got a chicken. I yeah. mean, he technically yeah. did. He got a Funicello bucket. So Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's... <laughs> I forgot about that, too. Yeah. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Ah, Funicello bucket! <laughs> <laughs> I am the... And the veteran catcher, Jake Taylor, of course, who's talked about here. And, I mean, he didn't seem like he was having a great time through it, but you could still, okay, he's got his personal struggles. Yeah. But you have Willie Mays Hayes. Who wasn't on the roster at all. Uh, he snuck the he fuck snuck in. in. How did he even find out? Because they do they do spring training every year in the same place. Oh. And if he was a, a Cleveland fan, this is where he would go. Yeah. And he figured, hey, this is my year. They they are looking for new players. Uh, I'm awesome. And he is. Right. Yeah. I like how they took his bed out in the middle of the night yeah, and didn't even great. wake up. <laughs> yeah. oh, shit, did I get caught already? Did I get caught already? <laughs> and then he that runs. But he runs in his pajamas with no shoes Bare, on. Yeah, barefoot. Uh, and yeah. it's like, damn. Yeah. That's, that's why it was so goddamn impressive. Yeah. I run like haze, I hit like, like maze. maze. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, the Vaughn fastball, I mean, would they have that that earns him the name Wild Thing. You have Rick Vaughn, Charlie Sheen. Who cannot focus where that ball is going. I my lord that hair. I think this is Charlie Sheen's first movie, but it's not far off from it's the not, Devil Ferris Bueller. It's not first movie. It's not his first movie, but he's still not a known actor. Yeah. His father definitely is, but right, yeah. he, he yeah. is not. So, yeah, yeah. this is one of his first because this movie became a hit yeah his name right. was out there and I think and I might be wrong on this and I don't really care to check but the uh, I think Charlie Sheen this is one of the first movies he's credited as Charlie Sheen because uh, be. in um, in Ferris Bueller's Day Off he's actually credited I believe as Carlos Estevez is he? yeah yes. under okay. his real name so then he only has like uh, one or two lines in that movie, but yeah, but they're yeah. great lines. Yeah, His they are. Yeah, amazing. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you get wild things. So the beginning of the season starts here, and there's a losing streak. Lou discovers that Vaughn's control issues are just the fact that he can't see. Yeah, he's glasses. And, okay, time out. Is that why he uh, <laughs> yeah. knocks the head off the cutout? Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah, he can't and, see. He can't see distances. Yeah. Like, he's, yeah, he's, he's nearsighted. He's nearsighted. Yeah. He's like me. Like, I just, I just, for the visual aspect, I just took my glasses off. I got my hand maybe like half an inch from my face and I can make out detail. Yeah. Maybe a little bit, fucking blur. Yeah. Can't see a goddamn thing. Now, 
I have the more unique version of that is my left eye, I'm farsighted. My right eye, I'm nearsighted. Oh, jeez. Yeah, Hell so... Hell of a mix. Yeah, oh, man, it, without glasses, you have a migraine just walking I, around. Seriously. I, I had a car accident when I was 16. It's like a human fisheye lens. I drove home five miles without my glasses and didn't realize it because the shock was wearing. Oh my god, Nick. Jeez. And I'm like, still to this day, I don't know how the fuck I drove home without hitting anybody. You're very lucky. Yeah, I know. You're very I know. Lucky. I, it's, yeah. <laughs> I'm one to talk, though. Yeah. It wasn't that long ago that I had my eyes dilated. Completely <laughs> an unexpected thing happened that day. Yeah. Had my eyes dilated and I drove to work. <laughs> See, that's a hell of yeah. a thing. That was that was. Yeah. Those of you with 2020 vision, first I, off, screw you. Which I have. Secondly, Sorry, you don't know how lucky you are. Yeah. Because dilating drops blow. Yes, They're, they do. Okay, yes, they yes, do. They do. They, they do. do. I had never had my eyes dilated before this. Yeah. Yeah. So this was one of those. And yes, I have 2020 vision. I was. Damn one, you! I'm sorry. Yeah. I was one of the ones where the glasses that I was wearing yeah. younger actually did what they were supposed to do. Yeah. My, it's the only thing that's really good about my health. I have very healthy eyes. Yeah. That's what the doctor said. Yeah. My eyes are and hot garbage. The, yeah, mine too. Mine too. I and can't even see. imagine, like, without glasses, if one's nearsighted, one's farsighted, that's like human fisheye lens. That's, that's why gotta, I said that's, oh. a, that's a fucking migraine yeah. right there. Good lord. Yeah, it's the... Well, I'll get more into it off, <laughs> off mic, but it's the... It for before that, but I've had to have surgery for it, oh, and gosh. it's yeah, it's it's a mess. Ugh, it's a mess. But I could not do this, and apparently I could throw really well when I was younger. And maybe I, it's just people I, who can't see yeah, throw balls. Really yeah, well. I remember being on a baseball team with a bunch of kids mm. when I was like six, seven, eight years old. Yeah, but I don't remember actually being any good. And I think you know I was probably. You know, if you were yeah. that young, you were probably still... Were you in T-ball or not T-ball? Not T-ball, okay, no. Okay, so you're no. just above the T-ball. No, I was... I was, I had one day of T-ball, mm -hmm. and I actually had... The next day, I went to a dojo in Tiverton, Rhode Island, and joined the karate for that. That became basically my life. Okay. Yeah. You know, I'm really th almost 30 years to the day right now. Huh. <laughs> Neat. Right here. Cool. Um, but, it, <laughs> it, it, you know, um, but I... I I got up to the to like the podium, the little thing with the stick and the ball, and the umpire puts the ball on the stick, and I looked and I did that, and I looked over at my coach, and I looked at my dad behind me, and I'm like, where's the challenge? Like this game. There is no challenge. I'm like this evolved. stinks, and I threw the bat and just walked away. <laughs> like I'm like, like I don't want to do this. So I'm like all right, like that's fine. And my dad was just laughing. He's like, yeah, okay, he wants to be challenged. Fine. Uh, uh, I grew up in a baseball household, so yeah. I played little league. My brother played little yeah. league. The closest thing to baseball I ever did was like kickball in gym class. Oh god. Yeah. And that's I was awful, like, you didn't see, have baseball in like, gym. Was that? But with your feet. You didn't have baseball in gym? Uh, no. no, because what, when I was in grammar school, I, I went Catholic to... school. We don't play, we don't play baseball. What? No. We, we, did, we played the kickball, only... and yep. we didn't want to play baseball because all we had was a really roughly paved parking lot. Yep. Oh, so, no sliding. Yo, yeah. Same, fam. Mm -hmm. Same. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The church, yeah. when the church burned down, we weren't allowed yeah. to actually play anywhere where the church was. Yeah. So, kickball, I'm actually not bad at because, you know, even when I was, even from being a little kid, I've always had very yeah. strong legs. Oh, yeah. Man. So like they, they roll that ball at me and just thunk, kick it and it just goes flying over oh, so to Tuesday. Were you picked well? 
during like these particular but, times? No, because I can't run. Okay. Yeah. I I cannot. I I am like a a lumbering ox. I cannot. I can hit, <laughs> but motherfucker, I cannot run. Uh, uh, that was why I was a goalie when I played soccer. Yeah. <laughs> I just gonna bring it up. We we didn't start playing baseball or softball till we got to high school, and. Nobody actually, when they saw me, because I was not a popular kid in high school, I didn't have oh, a lot wow. of friends, and I was super quiet. Yeah. I know, completely right. opposite yeah, of that right. I yeah, usually yeah. am. But that was me in yeah. high school. And so when I first started playing during gym, I remember the, the pitcher and everybody else going, bring it in. Yeah. Bring it in. Because she they can't didn't hit. know that I used to spend my Saturdays at the batting cages. They didn't know that I played baseball with my dad and my brother constantly. So when I hit that ball and I hit that ball. Yeah. It was amazing. You just take a take a casual stroll literally, around the bases. Literally I hit it so far that it went over the fence. So it was technically a home run. Yeah. That they didn't realize that they, that they didn't know how to get around the fence without someone having to jump it. <laughs> So the, the like, teacher oh, was just over. like, we lost the, ball. the teacher was just like, I just started walking the bases at that point because I knew that they weren't going to get the ball back. After around, that, the teacher on the actually base, came up to going. me and said, don't do that again. <laughs> Wait, don't hit the ball. Don't good. hit it that far. Stop winning. Don't do that. And I, But after that, it was great because every time I got up there, everybody was like, Look, get back, get back. She's up, get back. See when, I, see, when I was in high school, I didn't do the regular sports. Like, no, oh. I did. I but took. You did fucking swimming. I did. I did pool. I did uh, archery. I did rollerblading. Yeah, was, I did those two. The funny thing, we had rollerblading. Shit, we never class. had that. Did we, we had rollerblading. No. The problem in was, gym? Yeah. yeah, in gym class. The problem okay. was, uh, the problem was, I'm a Sasquatch, and yeah. I've got giant feet, and they didn't buy any rollerblades in the proper size, so I got to be the equipment manager. I just stand there and watch everybody. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> yep. Sorry, I did archery. Oh, yeah. I did archery. I did volleyball. I did Ugh, volleyball. I love. I was afraid of getting Tennis. hit in the head. Uh, Volleyballs right. aren't that hard, though. I mean, it does suck getting hit in the head. Yeah, but try being so. hit in the head with a softball. Uh, Trust me, it's a completely different thing. No, clobbered by a rock the size of a grapefruit. If, see, I know people at home can't see, but I have a dent in my nose because it's been broken twice. Oh. Once I was kicked in the face at a pool. That was a complete accident. The second one was my brother smashed me in the face with a baseball. Sorry, so, I don't mean ooh. to laugh. It's just I just I know Chris. Yes. It's just ooh. Yeah. So <laughs> that shit hurts. <laughs> damn, damn. I I have had a lot of weird injuries myself, and I mean it's I it's interesting to hear that stuff with high school because I think where we grew up, half the stuff we didn't do because half the equipment was falling apart. Yeah. And nobody gave funding in our little town. We went to a massive high school yeah, that had that basically took everybody from the surrounding towns. Yeah, and we we had well we had uh, we had that too somewhat. But it was like, okay, we're doing gymnastics. The ropes broke. We're, we're doing, doing kickball. We're doing floor routines. <laughs> Let's go. No. Like, okay. that, was, like, that was actually another one. I, yeah. Because I was weird and I wanted to try every single sport that I could, yeah. just to see if I was good at any of them, I took every single sport we could, including weightlifting. Yeah. Um, I did that a couple times. I did weightlifting. I did tennis. I did uh, baseball, football. Um, the only thing I didn't do was pool. 
Because <laughs> no, I, I didn't want to change. It's like I leg pressed like 500 pounds once. I was like, it's, I was at like 720, honestly. Damn. I was. I was legitimately at Damn, 720. And the this. boys were so freaking scared of me, and I yeah. thought that was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> I, say, I, oh. said I, I said I took archery, yeah. and that was true, but the problem is the archery equipment was so old. Yeah. yeah. Like the bows were fine, Ours but the too. arrows were ancient, yeah. and most of them didn't have tips anymore, so it was yeah. just like a little half broken piece yeah. of metal. Yeah. So when you hit the when you hit the target, it just going to bounce off of it. Along off and like <laughs> tore a divot out of the, out of the target. <laughs> We got uh, stuck in the ceiling. I remember yeah. that. Thanks, Mike. Oh, you, God damn it, Mike. <laughs> you just reminded me because this does us a good segue back into the yes, movie. Yeah, but we, like, we yes, sorry. The movie. No, no, no. Like, <laughs> it, it's a good segue back in. Is like, I got like in in junior high. Like, just quick backstory. It'll make more sense with it. My mom worked during the night and my dad worked during the day so it was kind of hard for everybody to get together but it was just that was my mom worked third shift and you know once everybody got together and it was fine because I took the bus on the way in and my mom would usually pick me up from school Mm -hmm. but the little town of Somerset was really weird and you know rumors started to float around oh yeah that came out of freaking nowhere Mm -hmm. that happened so the rumor was that, you know, and Kaz, I don't think I've ever told you this story at all, Kaz, but Ooh. the rumor was that my dad was a spy for the FBI. Um, okay. <laughs> hey, like, you sure don't even know my dad, but, you know, Kaz, nobody knows. Like, yeah, he, that he was like, oh, he must, like, be scary good at stuff. Now, flash forward, we're doing archery, and, you know, I got really good at math and doing angles and kind of learning the idea of wind, Mm -hmm. and I would hit the targets so quickly, and, like, the, you know, the wind would go and the targets would start moving, and then I'd fling it, and I, like, the arrow would go to where the, where the the target was going to be. Right. Oh, like, his dad must have taught him that. (laughs) And then, like, my dad had the day off. Yes, like, your dad, the archer. <laughs> like, months later, now, Kaz knows my, you know, obviously knows her, her father-in-law well, shows up. He is, at the time, he was very heavily overweight, was basically, he wore a white-collared shirt and green jeans, um, I'm sorry, white-collared shirt and blue jeans, mm-hmm. and he was the personification of, like, like Homer Simpson. I was about to say, that sounds pretty Homer-like. Yeah, he goes up, he's like, hey, dude, how are you? And then people are like, oh, he's the spy from the FBI? <laughs> you you know, never like, suspect him. Oh, like, wait. <laughs> What? So they put him in a Hawaiian shirt and he'll fit in with any American yeah, tourist. <laughs> and then we're looking at each other and we're like, wait, what? And he's like, what is this? Like, I don't know. Then we found out like a week later that this thing has been floating around because he just never showed up. Like, he must be a spy in the FBI. How does that start? And like, it just like, oh, you. See, my, my dad had a weird schedule growing yeah. up too because yeah. my dad was a firefighter. So yeah. his schedule, like, he'd be, he'd work like 12 hours on, 12 hours off, have three days off, work 24 hours, work overnight, work, yeah. you know, it, it was a, it was like a random assignment. Yeah, so, typical like, firefighter, yeah. Yeah, my dad would not necessarily be able to go to anything, but nobody thought he was a spy. Yeah. <laughs> it just started like, wait, so it's like, with the skill areas, it just became, and I'm thinking like, you know, the scene 
scene where Charlie Sheen is trying to throw the ball in a certain direction to learn control. And he just, and, 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 he just decapitates the, the Yeah, with that, he's trying to figure this out, and he's from the California Penal League. Yeah. Like that. Which it's is so just hilarious to say. say. <laughs> the California Penal, what'd you do? Stole a car. And, How'd you get on that team? Stole a car. Yeah. And the 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 coaching assistants, like everything goes well, and then you know Taylor is trying to reunite, and the notes here say that it's his ex girlfriend, but he clearly says it's his ex wife. It's his ex girlfriend yeah. though. Yeah, they weren't married. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, oh yeah, they See, were. I didn't, yeah. I didn't pick up either oh, way I, on that. So yeah, I didn't know yeah, that. they weren't that, actually married. That confused me because I thought like, wait, they were married. He took off. No, they weren't actually. They yeah. never got married. Oh, okay. Yeah. There, so... They do get married, however, between one and two. Mm. He's just going to hurt you. Yeah. So Don't Phelps, uh, the team owner, is angered by the team's improvements and tries to demoralize them by removing the amenities, so she replaces the charter, the, uh, oh, the she, jet with she, a rickety propeller. She like, really, really fucks with these real guys up. a real job airplane that yeah. just everything's held together with duct tape and Yeah, hold. you see the guy duct taping the propeller at one point. <laughs> My favorite the d- scene, propeller though. back on, it's like, oh... Oh. My favorite scene though is the tub. Yeah. Because she takes away their jacuzzi and all this other stuff, so they take, they take um, the boat engine, the boat yeah. engine, and put it through and in, in a, like a, a big uh, metal tub, and he just <laughs> like sit, a horse he just sits there. And they, why was the they water so up. brown? Old tub, really. Or it might have been medicinal stuff, because I know that's like a soak type of deal. Again, I'm not a sports ball man. I couldn't be completely wrong on this. You're not wrong. They do do that. They usually fill it with ice, too. Yeah, Yeah, but usually... Which is really funny, because if you remember... Do you remember the ice bucket challenges? Yes, Mm because I was in one. Okay. I was challenged to one and didn't end up doing it. Sorry, Allie. Um, But during the ice bucket challenge, Dave Batista... Yeah. Uh, did it and did it like without flinching because yeah. he's a wrestler. He, yeah. Now he's more of an actor, but yeah. he was a wrestler, so he was used to taking these ice baths because that's how you you help your sore muscles. Right. It helps the swelling, blah yeah. blah. So he he did it without issue. Like he did it like, like standing in his tub, yeah. flinch nothing. Yeah. And somebody asked him, "How did you do that?" He's like, "I've been doing this for a while." Most at most athletes do do that. Right. So them being in a tub full of ice, I can't do it. But good props to any yeah. any athlete just, who can. I just remember back in the day, Total Biscuit did like he was challenged to the last thing. Yep. And he took a video of him just standing like in his bathtub. He's like, "All right, I'm going to do this ALS challenge," and he picks the thing up and just dumps a bunch of hundred dollar bills on his head. Yeah. Goes, yeah, I'm just gonna. I'm just going to donate these instead of the water thing, if that's okay with everybody. And then at the end of the video... At the end of the video, he's just laying there, and he's like, you know, splashing around in the hundreds, and he's just like, you know, this is less cool than I thought it would be. (laughs) And he he donated, I think it was like five grand or something. Yeah. So, yeah. Patrick Stewart's was pretty good, too. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we did one of my old job, and that was, that was, that was funny as hell. Uh, <laughs> I remember my uh, sister did one. She challenged me to do it, and I never ended up doing it. But yeah. when she dumped it over her head, all you could hear was just, fuck! <laughs> and she dumped it over her own head. Uh, we had a 
we had a line of people who would get who would get dumped on, and then a line of people who would dump the water buckets and ice buckets on people. Yeah. And this one girl who was standing next to me, a very very nice friend of mine, uh, you know, tried to go ahead and beg me to switch with her because like if people had more ice on hers or anything, like oh dump it on me instead of him, you could take it. And she tried to like prop me up for it. Yeah. At the very last second, I switched the buckets behind me, and then. She got hosed with it, uh, and it was so damn funny to watch. Like she didn't talk to me for about six months, but it was, it was freaking ass. worth it. Yeah, you know, like she's walking back into the call center, just like, "Fuck you, Taylor! I like, hate you so much." Yeah, it was great. It was awesome. Uh, so they replaced the. Um, they refused to fix their workout equipment and turned it off. Despite their efforts, the team continues to uh, be the gets there. And but you because know they, they do it in spite. Yeah, is it? And I love this. And this is the underdog part that I love. But I just you know they take the <laughs> with <laughs> with like I gotta ask this like twenty twenty world right. Yes. Do you think how they he motivated them with the? Uh, it wouldn't like, fly. Down. Yeah. Nah. But to be yeah. honest with you, and you know me. That's just yeah. because Pornhub I mean, exists. And yeah. Fly now. But yeah, but you know me. You everybody knows what my take is on a lot of this stuff. Yeah. I still appreciate this scene. Yeah. I appreciate how petty it is because yeah. of the character. Yeah. Right. If it was anybody else. I yeah. I, I, I agree. would be like no, yeah. but honestly. The way they do it this way, it's yeah. not slut shaming. First no. off, it's no. not body no. shaming, um, and they—it's basic Photoshop. Yeah. Um, well, no, she was a showgirl. That may oh, have been right. one she of was her pinups. So that could have been a picture. So yeah. regardless could've of anything, could have been a straight up pinup. The way she treats these guys and the, the type of character she is, I have absolutely no problem. With I agree. I, I, I agree with you, and I think it's just the line there that I do that, and I've told this to people who I work with uh, and who've worked for me, and I just, I've said this, you know, we go ahead, why don't we win the whole fucking thing? Right. And I've, I've said that over and over again, and I, it should really be the line of the movie. Oh, yeah. It should really do that, um, but it's really... I, I like it. <laughs> I like it here. I like the montage of it. It's like there's yeah. there's a a, yeah. a montage of them winning and a montage and of them basically going through some hell of, yeah. and yeah. more bits coming off of her person. It's basically a, a uh, real life yeah. cutout of her that they start stripping pieces off of. Every yeah. piece that they strip off is a win for them. And yeah. they have a certain amount of uh, wins that they have to do to get into the pennant. Yeah. So... That's what it is. Every game, they strip off a piece. So 164 some, yeah, something some like crazy that. There's a of lot games. of baseball yep. games every year, guys. It's completely unnecessary. Yeah, yeah, it, no, it really I is. Agree with you. Yeah, you, it's like football. You don't need to have that. Saying, many and that's games. coming from somebody who likes who likes baseball. It's yeah. uh, you don't need like 200 games. A season. It's ridiculous. I agree. Baseball, yeah. b- basketball too. Now, people who love basketball, good on you. You don't uh, need that many games. No. Mm. No, and it probably so- would probably would increase player longevity. Soccer too. You don't need that many people yeah. on the field. I don't care what you say. Yeah. yeah. See, one thing I did like about this movie, and part of um, part of Jake and. I never did get her name. His, Renee, his ex, uh, Jake and Renee's thing. No, her name is an ex, her real or name is Renee. Whatever. 
Um, that part of that thing was like she was mad at him because he never like read, and she was like a well-read person. Yeah, like like he oh, said he would read Moby okay. Dick, and yeah. he never did. So he starts reading the comic, and then yeah. as it goes on, like the entire team is reading like the comics version of different classics, and they're like but trading you know them what? back and forth. That's I not like a bad that. thing. No, I really I, like that I, idea. Yeah, I'm all about comics. It gets people to You've, read, guys. I say I'm all. I know we the, we're the, like the cabinet. We have a cabinet piles of, of, of comics, tons of comics. But I love that. I yeah. act, I absolutely love that. It's something that he could get into. It's a book that he wanted her to read. Because I, oh, she wanted him to read. I'm sorry. Well, see, because and the the thing is, finding an alternative alternative means of reading yeah. is not a bad thing. Yeah. Like yeah. audiobooks... It's not cheating. You're still getting the information I, in. No, you know, that kind of thing. I like adore audiobooks more. Yeah, I, I, I tried to read. Yeah. I tried to. I tried to read like Moby Dick or yeah. whatever. It's like it hurts yeah. just trying to read through the book. If you find an illustrated version of it and it's the same story, fucking there go is, for there it. There is yeah. actually one. There is a a actual um, comic version of Moby Dick yeah. came out. I want to say maybe 10, 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, they were selling it at the Whaling Museum in New Bedford. Yeah. It's really fucking beautiful. Yeah. Um, I would suggest anybody who actually wants to take the time to read it and doesn't want to actually read the book, because the book can be very yeah. droll. Um, mm-hmm. it's, just, like, it, uh, just like reading Shakespeare Doesn't plays. droll mean funny? Uh, From French? Oh, maybe. Might be. Didn't you end up reading the uh, Lego version of the Bible? Oh, I found oh, that really online. Good. Yeah. It's really I mean, good. I had yeah. it at my bookstore. Yeah. It is so good. <laughs> I'm yeah. never going to forget those little tiny no. one nub pieces for the Philistine foreskins. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah. God. oh, God. Okay. Oh, God. Okay. I'm sorry. The entire... That's the use of the little one nub. <laughs> the entire Old Round Testament. <laughs> the entire Old Testament in Lego is fantastic. <laughs> Let me tell you. And, and coming from a, a recovering Catholic, it yeah. is beautiful. Yeah. And I we have, have Legos on the table. I have a Lego set here, and I've got the little one nubs, and they're pink. Oh my god! <laughs> and this they're being used is there for a promise. name for those? Um, uh, <laughs> uh, just, I think they call them studs in the Lego games. <laughs> which is, uh, ki- which is kind of hilarious if you think about it. Yeah. <laughs> droll means dry, uh, dry amusement. Oh, uh, man. How droll. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of a droll here, I mean, we have the New York Yankees coming in here now. Fucking Yankees. Man. Okay. <laughs> this kid threw, uh, this guy threw his own kid at a father, yeah. uh, father-son game. Yeah. yeah. Now, one of the movies we are going to go ahead and cover is The Babe. Uh, this coming month, and we not, are not not the pig, the, yeah. the baseball player. <laughs> yeah, but we are covering Baybirds, so we're kind of close. <laughs> um, Wait, we're gonna cover that? Yeah. That really weird old schmaltzy movie? No. Oh no, it's the one with John Goodman. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. Because it was like a black and white movie. Yeah, yeah. we are going to uh, cover that, and we will have uh, from the historic pinstripe show yeah, Brian Moniz. And uh, Brian Moniz, who is a really good friend of mine, and oh, actually I think and he active contributor to the Dan needs needs memes page. Yes, our, yes, uh, he is. Yeah, he's actually he's actually comes up with some really funny stuff. I oh, mean, yeah. he's a really funny dude, and I mean, hell, he got me onto a Yankee podcast. <laughs> I'm onto his Yankee podcast to talk about a movie and. Um, it's the uh, Roger Maris 61, which is actually pretty 
decent move, Collision Flick. But, you know, this is kind of like a continuing thing, and I think if you want to demonize, and Brian, I know you're listening, I'm going to quote you a little bit. I think demonizing the Yankees is always a funny thing to do, <laughs> but, like, it's, I think they do it way better in Rookie of the Year than they do here. Oh, yeah. Like, Rookie of the Year, where they do that, they have a guy who's really fat and gross, and it's funny. You well, also but, have to remember that yeah. it's not so much that it's the Yankees versus everybody else. Yeah. It's usually the Yankees versus the Red Sox where you see the most... Yeah. Antagonist. You know, yeah, antagonist. It's, yeah. it's it because of the, the long history yeah. with it. Yeah. Um it's fucking pointless. Yeah. And you're talking to a Red Sox fan here. Yeah. The actual Me hate too. Yeah. the actual hate for the yeah. Yankees is literally because we were losing all the fucking yeah. time. When we started to win, it was one of those, oh okay, and so I'm sorry. They're better than us, thus I'm, we hate them. I'm sorry, yeah. Derek Jeter. Mariano Rivera, yeah. these are great players. Yeah. Fantastic players. And yeah. I cannot, when Mariano Rivera retired, yeah. I remember the game specifically because I watched it. And I sat there with my brother and we were both like, we can't, we can't be upset with this guy. Yeah. Because no matter how many times he struck out our voice, he's an amazing player. So, so it was one of those Brian like, and I have had a lot of back and forth with that too yep. and it's like no matter what you could still respect Derek Jeter absolutely like he's actually a decent person mm-hmm. and Family Guy actually had a really funny joke about this with um uh, about the Red Sox Yankee rivalry, and he's like, Peter stands up. He's like, Yeah, you are all foreign devils, and you're from a team or an area where I don't live, so I have to hate you. Like, mm-hmm. and it, it really was like, so I'm like, okay, that's funny. Um, but this way, like, demonizing the Yankees, like, it became because you know this team also has like. Uh, 27 championships. Thank you, Brian. They were winning um, all the fucking time. Yeah, and you know, it so it's, it's easy to say, like, okay, let's do this. And kind of similar to, like, what people were doing with the New England Patriots for I understand the past they, 20 years. Right. And, you know, it's there, but I'm not going to get into that. But, you know, we do have the... Uh, the big, you know, East Division championship game at the very end, and, you know, Lou decides that, you know, Harris is going to start due to Vaughn's experience with the Yankees. He's kind of a little better. Vaughn ends up sleeping with a woman and later finds out that the fact that it is Susan Dorn, uh, played okay, by Stacey Carroll. You got to put a little bit of backstory there. Yeah. Straight up smoking hot. Yeah. You, you see her at somewhere towards the middle of the movie, um... Jake goes to talk to Roger about how Roger basically is is bringing the team down and he's got to basically straighten out. Yeah. And he threatens to cut his balls off and shove yeah. him up his ass. It's like, okay, uh, Jake, that's a little intense. Yeah. Uh, yes. Probably going to turn like, into somebody's fetish. This is, yeah. <laughs> um, but she overhears just like, you get a picture of her. She's kind of the... the proper housewife. She's got the pearls. She's got yeah. the nice makeup. Her home is lovely. She's wearing a blouse and slacks. You know, you get the picture in your head of a really suburban type woman. Then she's watching a game on TV with her husband. And during, like, one of the uh, broadcasts, she sees her husband walking out with a very beautiful woman, high-fiving the guys and you with his arm around her. So you know exactly what he's doing. 
Right. Uh-huh. I guess I I guess I missed that one scene. I was like looking away or whatever. No. Okay. So yeah, so she sees him doing that and she knows that Roger and um uh Wild Thing have Wrong. a have a a not so happy a relationship. Tempestuous yeah. uh, relationship. I missed so, that part too. Yeah. yeah, so she shows up at a bar. Now, we, the viewers, know who she is. Yeah. And she's not dressed like she was. She's dressed no. in a... I didn't know who she was. I was just like... She's wearing a very tight yeah. red dress. I yeah. Skin yeah. tight, red dress, like um, sleeveless. Really short. Yeah. Uh, she's got her hair up and, and she's wearing a lot of makeup and she starts flirting with... Uh, with uh, with our Rick Vaughn. Uh, with Vaughn. Was it? It's yeah. a little less flirting and more like you, me, pants. Let's go. Them. Let's go. Yeah. We're gonna bone. And he's like, cool, because she's yeah. hot and yeah. you know. Yeah. And she's getting dressed. By the way, she wasn't wearing underwear, and I I think this is just really funny because she put. There's a scene with her putting her dress back on. Yeah. And yeah. so she's not wearing underwear. <laughs> and he's like, I don't even know your name. Yeah. And she's like, Suzanne, Suzanne Dorn. And He's as she like, walks Dorn, out of the apartment, a... oh, no. Jake actually shares the apartment with Vaughn. So she's like, night, Jake, as she's walking out. Yeah. And I love that scene because Jake just turns and looks at Vaughn sitting at the end of his Vaughn's bed like, with his head know. in his hands going, I didn't know who she was. I swear to God. I swear, I didn't know. And they're just like, oh, God, Roger's going to kill just like, Roger's him. going to kill you. <laughs> I love it because she goes home. <laughs> she goes home and she's sitting on the couch. And he comes home and she's just got this smirk on his face. Hi, honey. And she's like, hi, honey. And he's like, what did you do? And she just smiles. And it's just great. Like, I've got you know, something to tell you. You know that she's going to tell him. And it's bangs. <laughs> so the next day, the next day is the, is the championship. It's, yeah. it's the pen. Uh, and Jake's just like, maybe if you get there early and like you can, early, you can, you can duck out, him. You can duck get in to the bullpen before he's even there, you know, because he's gonna fucking kill you. And then, then you get the Serrano chicken thing. Yeah. Because they they've won all these games. Yeah. They're and at, he's still, they've won all these games and he still can't hit a curveball yeah. to, 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 for so anything. So he wants to... He blames it on the bat. Yes. Yeah. I got to wake up the bats. The bats afraid. Yeah. So he, they're afraid. he wants to sacrifice a live chicken. Yeah. And Jake's like... Because uh, they all come to Jake. Jake is like the unofficial captain. Yeah. Um, well, he's the yeah he's, he's the he's, yeah. leader of the for the pack. Yeah. So he doesn't. That's the thing. He's not. He's not wearing a C on his uniform. So he's yeah. not. He's not actually the captain, but he's yeah. the unofficial captain. So he's like, oh, we we can't have all these guys throwing up there. And he's like, I'll figure it out. And that's when he hands him the Funicello bucket. Yeah. <laughs> see, and I, I do like what they did, uh, like, yeah, about, see. like, voodoo or... Um, now, voodoo's not the right term for it. I can't remember the actual yeah. right phrase for, for that for that religion. Yeah. But they were actually pretty respectful of it. Like, yeah. a lot Isn't of it those, the Loa? Yeah. The Loa are, like, the... the, the the gods. Pan the pantheon of, of gods right. that they're just referred to as Loa. Okay. Um, and I'm sure there's a hundred different names, a hundred different versions of this, but they were pretty accurate to how a lot of those rituals go. It's just, it's like small offerings and like, the, the, they could have been really problematic in this movie right. and it wasn't. Which right, I thought, I agree. Which I was, thought was cool. Was that one guy that drank the booze? And, yeah. and then yeah. he got hit that in the head with the That was fucking hilarious. Yeah. And he got hit in the head with the ball yeah, on it right after. Yeah, he's a dirty dad, That's karma. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There he, he drinks the rum and walks well, off and he gets bit in the Joe fucking man. head. Oh. Mm -hmm. 
This is one line. This was my mom's favorite line through the entirety of it. Serrano is on the is on the mound uh, on the uh, up at home play, trying to go ahead and hit, get a good pitch, or he finally does it. He you know you got people out there. The Yankees are two and zero lead. It's the bottom of the seventh. He looks at the bat and goes, "I pray to you, Jabu." to you no fuck you I'll do it myself mm-hmm. you know it just does what he does but I wish they would have gone in because Harris has Jabu on the side he obviously took him out of his locker yeah you know as, as he's as he's warming up and I'm like oh I, I wanted them to go a little further in and it would have been funny yeah it would have been goddamn hilarious it would have been funny to figure it out he just walks by hits him and you know does the whole thing like you know um I was at a um, at a Paw Sox game where David Ortiz was playing. Oh, really? And yeah, it was when he was getting out of um, you know he was you know attending some injuries. Yeah. But you know he he got in there and he knocked a. We were right behind the home dugout, and he knocked a ball right out of the park like it would it was hitting the Providence Place Mall. <laughs> Like, it, it just, like, it was that's gone. That's not from here. That's yeah. a hike. Yeah. I mean, from, you know, from Pawtucket Stadium out that way, I mean, it was, it, the ball was visibly just not there. It's like a cartoon where you see the ball just go into space. Like, Team what, Rockets blasting off again. Yeah. <laughs> 10,000 yeah. years from now, yeah. just that ball hits some alien yeah. culture. They think, yeah. it's, they think it's a, yeah. they think it's a directed strike. Yeah, and it, or it goes back and they send it out again. What do we do in another thousand years? I don't care. It's not our problem. That's the 20th century spirit. Yep. Uh, and, Shut up and uh, take my money. <laughs> so, I mean, it went out and, you know, Ortiz does the same thing, you know, where he did that. Everybody's applauding. Like, the stadium is packed and... He st- he goes out of the dugout and he waves his hat and waves at everybody and everybody's just like elated. Yeah. They're like, "He's talking to me," and I just I dug that. Like I dug that, and it's like, okay, you know, hey, Allstate puts me in good hands. Yay! Play <laughs> um, to the crowd. Play yeah. to the crowd. Yeah. You want fans? That's what yeah, you do. The um yeah. So I mean, Vaughn comes up and you know he's got to go ahead, get it out, and Harris has had. Had enough, and he's got to do a. Um, he's got to go ahead and get relief. Vaughn comes out to Wild Thing, which is uh, I think that was oh. one of my dad's favorite scenes. Okay, that bugged me because it sounded like it was a different key than the original yeah. song, the original and superior song. Yeah. yeah, it probably was. Yeah, it was the original. I thought when I first heard it, I thought that this song was like a one of them sound alike because they couldn't get the original <laughs> rights or something. No, but no, they then didn't. it was. Yeah. It was like a weird cover, yeah, yeah, different yeah, yeah. key, I guess. Now, from a baseball perspective in this particular part, yeah. I understand why they bring Vanu, but it wasn't the smartest idea because he's a wow. starter. Hey. Yep. Yeah, and, and you can't go back in the rotation. You can't go back into rotation for, yeah. Two, yeah, for two more games. Right. So, in reality, I understand for, why they would have done well, it. Wasn't but, it the last game at that point, so it doesn't matter? No, this is the pennant. This yeah. isn't the World Series. Yeah. All right. Like this is this is like what's the, the difference? Okay, uh, the so, the baseball leagues are are divided into two separate leagues. You have the National League and you have the American League. Okay. So uh, this would be like they are part of the American League. So this is like the American League championship. Yeah. And then the World Series is the National League versus the American League. Whoever wins oh. those, that's in the World Series. And the only reason they call it the World Series is because we have a couple of teams in Canada. That's it. That's the only reason they call it the World Series. 
Um, they should be like facing off against like Japanese teams or some shit. No. I would fucking okay. love that. Now, aren't the Yankees and the Red Sox in the same? Yes. Then? Yes. So beating out the Yankees. Okay. 2004. I'm going to do a quick little saying, thing. I'm just saying, if the World Series is the two right. leagues against each other and let the Red Sox and the Yankees are in the same let league. Let me explain. It wasn't always like that first yeah. off. Yeah. Okay. That wasn't until much later. But the reason that this was such a big deal. In 2004, the uh, American League uh, Series was the Yankees versus the Red Sox. Right. Okay. The the first three games, there is, it's a seven-game um, play. If you have even score, it can be you have to win up. You have to win four. Okay. okay? The first three games, the Yankees won. They dominated. Yeah, One, yeah. two, three. The only way the Red Sox would ever be able to get into was the to, World was, Series would, would be, be to sweep. To sweep. Yeah. yeah. And they, they and no other team had ever done it. Yeah. Like, what's a sweep? Meaning they, they have their the four games. games in a row. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that was like the big and that's thing because they swept the and Yankees. And that's what they year. did. They yeah. swept the Yankees in I remember. I remember watching I all of them. It was great. I yeah. legitly cried. Yeah. Like, I, it was so amazing yeah, to it watch. it was great. I yeah. was doing the dishes during the last inning, and I was so pissed yeah. because I was like, I need to get back to the TV. Yeah. That, to me, was like the pinnacle of my, my baseball yeah. fandom. I, 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 yeah. I, um, yeah. That's why it was such a big deal with Yankees versus... Uh, Red Sox. Yeah. That's why it was so, like... It was amazing. It was just amazing. It's an amazing feeling, especially when you were watching the entire year. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, I understand the whole, oh, my God, yeah. aspect so then, of this. But then after that, the Red Sox went up against a different team. They went up like, against... Uh, uh, I can't even remember who it was, because we they swept... Damned if I know. They swept four games. Yeah. I, I should know that, because I watched every game, and I remember... The final game when they won it, and which is the uh, uh, the beginning of the Dropkick Murphy song, Tessie. Yep, Tessie. Um, and you know when they uh, when they won everything and they got that, it was like two forty-five in the morning. And oh, I, think it I, was, I remember. I had school the next day. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> so did I actually. And it was, but my professor was a really, really huge Red Sox fan. And she just like, look, we all got there. She's like, look, if nobody wants to do anything, I understand because I am massively hungover and I haven't like, slept. Let's all put our heads down. And yeah, and just like, let's say we did, let's just say we didn't do it, and we're like, yeah, okay, good. Yeah, but it was really a tough one. Um, but anyway, so uh, yeah, this whole game itself. I mean, Vaughn's brought in. You know, they want to go ahead and do that, but he gets a hundred and one mile an hour uh, fast, uh, fast pitch. Um, and then they, you know, at the end they bring the Duke out, who's played by Willie Mueller, um, to get here, and they've uh, got head their their head hunting closer. Hayes gets a single, steals second, and Taylor lays down an unexpected bunt, which was kind of funny. The scene is really good yeah. too because he there's been a, a a couple of scenes during this um, during this movie where um, Taylor points. Where he's going to yeah. put the ball. Just like Babe Ruth. Babe yeah. Ruth used to do this. It was a big crowd pleaser. Um, and he's been... He did it a couple of times while during practice. And he points. He gets up to bat. He points. And the crowd goes bananas. And he, uh, he swings. And I believe it's a foul. Mm, yeah. Um, which makes it, I believe, strike two. Yep. So... He does it again. He points again. Crowd goes wild. And then he bunts. Yeah. 
So none of the entire team is actually expecting that. It was actually a very good play. Yeah. What he does these hand signals to actually signal to the coach what he was going right. to do. And I'm just working hand, shoulders, knees, and toes. Yeah. I used to know them. Yeah. I honestly did. Yeah. I don't remember them. I, I used to know. Yeah, I, I, I tried to learn them where he does this, like touch shoulders. Touch shoulders, feel the nipples, don't feel the crotch, and move right up. And white men dancing white, badly yeah. in the field. Wipe the sweat yeah. off your brow, yeah, take yeah. your hat, the like, cat, I, move it, like I, I, to me, that's just all I see. Um, but they go on there, and they end up winning the game, and the uh, when they advance the third, get their dash home score, and the Indians win, um, which is a good throwback from, uh, but I like, one thing I really liked with Hayes' character was how he was stealing the bases, and he kept hanging up the gloves. Oh, that's so great. And you're like, oh, okay, cool, like, you did that, you did stuff. And they celebrate, Dorn, Don punches Vaughn in the, Vaughn in the face. Oh, which is so great. And they, they, but still helps him up anyway. Yay! Yay! Boom! And then helps him up, hugs him anyway. <laughs> like, I don't because, care if like, Dorn, Dorn's like, yeah, okay, I get it. Yeah. Well, they're, they, if they're going to the World Series, they're going to get a massive payday anyway. So, right. like, you know, they're like, hey, I can, divorce, I can afford a divorce lawyer now. <laughs> uh, Taylor spots Lynn in the stands. who's no longer wearing an engagement ring for reasons. Because they're mad because she loves him. For reasons of terrible decisions. Yeah. You're going to regret it, lady. Now, I think, you know, I keep bringing back Rookie of the Year because Rookie of the Year has one of the funniest things that Gary Busey plays a normal person. Yeah. How does that even work? Yeah, it's it's really weird. And I'm like, wait, Gary Busey does it and fantasy casting, if we do that one, would be funny. There is an alternative ending to this. There is. Okay. Okay, so the alternative ending, the theatrical release includes the additional uh, additional scenes of Rachel Phillips showing dismay uh, with the the team's success. The alternative is here that she includes in the Wild Thing Edition DVD shows a very different characterization. Lou Brown confronts Phelps over the plan to sabotage the team and announces his resignation. So Phelps then reveals that the uh, they want to go ahead and move her to Miami, and uh, merely it's a ruse to motivate the team because the team is basically on the verge of bankruptcy, and she and uh, she inherited them and she can't afford to get high stars or get big amenities. So she tells Lou, if you said you know she was the right manager, to go ahead and take the ragtag team and move them up. Uh, so he doesn't resign, but, you know, Phelps asserts her authority by saying that if she does any part of the conversations revealed, he's immediately fired. Hmm. So producers uh, looked at it, said that the twist ending worked as a resolution of the plot, but they scrapped it because test audiences actually wanted Phelps to be the villain. I was about to say, uh, she, she worked better as a villain. Yeah. She did work better as a villain. Yeah. Um, yeah, where everybody's good and... And if they didn't do that, honestly, if they had done that, they wouldn't have gotten the second movie, which yeah. uh, I don't know if that was the best idea. <laughs> and this was actually uh, inspiration for probably what worked for a little while was Vince McMahon's asshole boss character. Yeah. So where he saw this and went, hey, that's kind of cool. And it's starting it to work his own version of it. McMahon is actually an asshole. Yes. Yeah. He just kind of played himself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Yeah. yeah. He did. And there's, um, yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, Vince McMahon also, he did it. But he did, He was better when it was just him and Stone Cold because it was yeah. a lot funnier of an arc. 
I actually really liked it when Stone Cold and um, Eric Bischoff, when Eric Bischoff was uh, mm. was the commissioner or whatever. That's when I fell out of it. Uh, it was yeah. it was hysterical. When I think Bischoff I fell was. out before then because I did. don't recognize yeah. that name. Eric Bischoff, he used to be the, he ran WCW. the owner of, of WCW. Yeah, yeah. WCW see. and WO. Yeah. yeah. Now, see, The Undertaker became the American badass, and I tuned out. Yeah, yeah. but then he went back to The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah but, oh, I'm yeah. sorry, only the Legion of Doom can come to the ring on Harleys and have it be cool. Fair enough. Yeah, that's not how that works. Fair enough. All right, so we're going to tell you a little bit about 4041 Media, and um, we'll do some fantasy casting. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening. Movie Theater Time Machine is a part of the 4041 Media Group with podcasts like Sake Your Crime and Free Your Geek, which you can check out at 4041media.com. That's all squished together in one word, and the numbers are written as numbers. Now it's time to tell us what you think. If you got an opinion or wanted to know what's coming up next, find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram by searching for Movie Theater Time Machine. Now our podcast will always be free. Free? To subscribe and share. But if you'd like to help us build a bigger, better podcast, not to mention our confidence, you can find merchandise designed by me, Kaz, at Zazzle. Or check out the Kaz Foxen's Animal Shop at Zazzle for cute animal gifts and pet supplies. Thanks so much, and back to the show. And we're back. Hey, Jim. <laughs> and if with 4041 Media, again, we want to say very soon we are going to have Brian Moniz of... Uh, historic pinstripe show and rumor has it that if you say Derek Jeter three times in a mirror while looking at it he appears um so you know he'll probably come along and Brian that one's for you my man alright fantasy casting I got one here I won't tell him the t-shirt I used to wear yeah (laughs) I remember that shirt nah I'll dig it um alright so fantasy casting I got this for one for Rick Vaughn Charlie Sheen Taking uh, Charlie Sheen in the Tiger Blood phase. God, winning! Yeah, winning time. Winning time and having his character from Two and a Half Men, Charlie Harper, play it. Okay. As Vaughn? As Vaughn. As just the drunken guy who happens to get everything and walking around with a martini. Can we have John Cryer there just to be annoying? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You're getting the extra one. So it's a, <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's a straight up Yeah, point. 35. Yeah. Yeah, so this one, I would just, I would love to see Vaughn as like, oh, you know, I went ahead and I got it at the, uh... At the Tiger out, Blood store. Yeah, I was out of the penal colony and, you know, figured to go ahead and dope up with Tiger Blood and throw a 300 mile an hour fastball and forget why the hell he even did it. <laughs> he, I don't play baseball. You're saying no, penal I'm, colony, and I'm just I'm yeah. just thinking, like, is he get is this transportation to to uh, freaking Australia or some shit? Fucking a, fucking a. <laughs> uh, uh, that one, yeah, I would just love to see Charlie Harper play that. You know, well, I'm do I just have a fucking knack, you know? And then like, well, yeah, you know, I banged Roger oh. Dorn's wife. But if. <laughs> But if Lauren Michaels had actually made this movie, this would have been a very different movie. <laughs> yeah. So to be honest, I, I had I can't really think of any. Well, I already know that if you guesses. take if you take Wesley Snipes out, it's gonna suck. So yeah. 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 Uh, and I can't really think of a funny place to put. Uh, to oh, put, uh, oh, I can. Yeah. Oh, I can. Okay. Help yeah. me out. Probably think the same way I am. So. Uh, Harris. 
Yeah. If you switch Harris out with Christopher Walken, can you imagine him putting snot on the ball? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, and over here is Vagisil. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I got Vagisil, you know, I try to keep it slippery. What the know? hell's that on your chest? Oh, oh see, that, that, that's uh, Vaseline. Or no, whatever. he says, this is Crisco. Yes. Uh, this is... Uh, Points to the chest. <laughs> Crisco, Vagisil, and something else. <laughs> and I was like, why? <laughs> Why okay. are you doing this? I hide it, you know. I don't know. I'll just put some jalapeno in my nose. I just I put some jalapeno in my nose and wipe it. Alright, let's see. No. Uh, no, that's uh, that's a seventeen. Ah. Uh, Fine, then make him make him lose character. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let him be the coach. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> let's see. Uh, 19. Just you're not barely allowed not. to roll anything anymore. What? See, <laughs> go for it. See, you're not allowed. And neither am I. That's a 9. That's <laughs> the worst. Yeah. So you just don't like it, me rolling because I'm usually the DM. This is true. And, um, I think, you know, for that, it's a... It's interesting with it, but I just gotta say, I've gotta try to roll for Christopher Walken myself. Go for it. All right. Uh, just because I have the idea of him being the Allstate guy. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, fuck you, Jubu. <laughs> fuck you, Jubu. I'll do it myself. I gotta wake up the bats. This fucking guy. This fucking guy. I gotta bat. wake the this fucking, fucking bat. bats up. Never take Jabu's rum. <laughs> That's two. That's it's, it's 20. twenty. It's on the edge. All right. It's an uh, edge case. All right. Even on the edge. All right. I've got to. Um, I've got to uh, end this episode with a brief, um, brief interlude because it is as of the day of recording this, the twentieth anniversary of the release of Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice video. <laughs> Ah yes, <laughs> where Christopher Walken is dancing in air. Yeah, where we discover he has the he has the power of flight. <laughs> it's levitation, just, Holmes. <laughs> the song itself is kind of what it is, and it's just and Fat Boy Slim is yeah, kind of is, it, is it's kind not of really strong. great. But the fact of the matter is, it's just Christopher Walken dancing. Is kind of fun to watch. Because let's remember, he was a dancer before yeah. he was an actor. Hey, yeah. if you want to see him dance, watch freaking Hairspray. Yeah. 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 With, with John Travolta, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's. So we're going to end it on this one with Fat Boy Slim's Weapon of Choice, a bit of the video, and um, enough to be able to not avoid copyrights. Yeah. <laughs> So enjoy yourselves, and we'll say be good, take care of yourself, but don't be too good.